Welcome to the Beantown Bully Podcast. All right. I want to talk about the value of a game. Since the new consoles dropped, the price has been raised up for video games in general to $70 from $60. Now, a lot of these games I'm seeing don't really add anything to even give it that $70 price tag. Now, they've been trying to push this for quite a while now to try to get more money out of the consumers don't get me wrong certain games definitely deserve it with the amount of content they put in the game but what what brings value to the game that you're willing to pay that extra price some people are paying like a hundred dollars per for a game uh i can say grand theft auto anything that rockstar makes is pretty much guaranteed to be at peak performance they drop their games. There's less bugs in their games than other games. So it's it's giving me this. that I don't know if a lot of developers should even try to even reach that mark. Also, since nobody really is not as many people who has a PS5. It doesn't make sense to drop the I mean, have the price that high. But, you know. For sports games, seventy dollars. There, people are for sports games. People are already paying the price. They don't really care what it is because they every year it's pretty much the same rehash game they get every year. So they're not the people I'm asking asking the question to. But what actually brings value to the game? Is it the playtime? How long you play? How long it takes you to beat? Is it the experience you get from playing it? Is it the replayability? Like if you can play a game over and over. Does that give the game value? Story, you know, a single play storyline, like right out the box, like you go in one direction, that may, that simplicity may give certain gamers value to that game. Now, I say that to say that a lot of games that have been dropping, there's been a lot of talk about, well, why do these games get this price and are rated this? Realistically, some of them shouldn't be as rated as high. Even if they have all these bugs, they shouldn't be rated as high. Because the developers should be held accountable to the amount of bugs and glitches that are left into the game when it's released. Now, we may say, oh, well, there's time constraints and stuff like that. Rockstar has been doing what they've been doing for years. And they have done it to a point that they have it down as a science so i'm not going to give these other companies a pass some of these companies have been doing it just as long as rockstar or almost and they deserve to be held accountable so 70 dollar game is that a real big problem i don't know if that's a real big issue but i don't see a lot of games i'm willing to pay for at that 70 dollar price tag um, i'm barely paying 60 bucks for the games I want to play now um since I had a bad habit I bought all these games and now I have like over 300 games I still have to beat it's kind of weird I'm kind of in a weird situation but most of these games my late my last purchase let's just say purchase it was gifted to me was Mass Effect the Legendary Edition now playing the game I still ran into bugs uh, they did just drop a patch. I don't know if that fixed those bugs, but and Mass Effect when I just finished that, I ran into numerous bugs, which I don't understand why that is 
with them remastering. I fell through the map. Uh, I, I got stuck in one position. I couldn't get in and out of vehicles. So there were a couple bugs that were holding me back. And I feel that with a game that was made... That was a game that was made in 2007 and then got re-released with the, of the Mass Effect Collection, then got re-released again on the PS4 and Xbox Series X, they should have handled the bugs that were in there. I'm feeling like they're just lazy. But do I give them a pass because I love the series? I guess I do. Um, It's kind of weird, but they weren't game-breaking bugs. Some of the bugs that I encountered, uh, a reload of a previous save fixed the issue, and I didn't have any more problems. Um, and should that have should that lower its overall value slash score in consumers' eyes or people who rank games? I think it should. Overall, the game to me is a ten out of ten. But knowing that it has these bugs, I'm. I can't, it's kind of hard to say that it deserves a 10 out of 10 with some of these bugs. But it, since they're so easy to be able to fix, like a quick load, a reload, there's auto saves, like a quick load back into the game, automatically fixes it. So I still think 10 out of 10, I, I, really, I really don't like rating things at 10 out of 10. Let's just say uh, 5 out of 5. 5 out of 5, I think it's real reasonable. It's just as good as I remember it. Besides the bugs, it it carries through. The being locked in position, so I'm looking one way, my body's moving the other. That's a quick load that fixed the issue. So being locked out, quick load that fixed the issue. With those type of RPGs, and then letting you and you're able to save wherever you want, it's more acceptable because you can just save wherever you want. I don't know who's running around through a game that that's not saving for hours, and plus on top of that, the auto saves. But it is a good, it's a good measuring. If you're going to re-release a game and it still has all these bugs, should it still be graded as high as it is? It's a weird situation. And for the memories that it gives me, for the love of the storyline, the replayability, Mass Effect 1, I've probably beaten like 16 times. I just beat it recently. Uh, so it does a lot there. Um, I also noticed that some of the trophies were streamlined so that you it was easier to get um, the companion trophies so that you didn't need to play hours of the game to unlock the companion trophies. But it really it really holds up. And if I had to give it a rank, I'm gonna give it a five out of five, man. I'm biased. Don't hold it. Don't hold me to high regard. I am very biased about this game, but the storyline hooks me. The gameplay, it's good, but the storyline is so great that you're like, all its other shortcomings will push you past. They did a couple tweaks about like inventory management, uh, selling items, uh, junking items. They did a couple of those, and it carries it to the finish line of being a great game. And plus, getting all three games for one price can't beat that but they did drop it already so do i think that it should have been 60 dollars? i don't know they said it did all these other graphical uh fixes and stuff like that a couple tweaks 
I still don't believe it should have been $60. At the end of the day, this is a game that you released again for the third time? Third time. And there's still bugs in it. You did do some graphical changes, but realistically, I'm not seeing those graphical changes. I'm playing on the original PS4, so I'm not seeing any of those real changes. The tweaks with the adding things to junk, that was great. Um, Yeah, I don't know if I would consider... I don't know if I can convince other people to pay 60 bucks for a game that that's that old and the tweaks are not as impressing that I would say to others. But if I'm going to tell someone to get the game, it's heavily in story. For the story alone, I think 60 bucks may be pushing it. The tweaks they did didn't really, there's not enough there for me to be like, this game deserves 60 bucks. For someone who hasn't played it, I would wait. It's definitely a play. It's definitely someone who should go through it and see what this universe is about. And drama, they they fumbled it. Drama's gameplay is great, but the storyline is so trash that you're like, what am I even doing this for? I don't care about these people. All the characters in Mass Effect, you grow to love them. And it is just one of those games that it's very hard to pinpoint where it should land in history because the legendary edition was the games were made three times over and there's still some bugs in there they can say they did a lot of tweaks i'm only noticing the junk tweet in the first mass effect i'm still working on the second mass effect so they probably did some more changes um they did some like cosmetic changes and stuff like that but realistically it's definitely a play 60 bucks i don't know if it really if it's really there if i can say like hey you should pay 60 bucks for this but you have to remember it's three games in one but realistically it's it could be a problem the new gen has dropped and they're still dropping games for last generation should ps4 and xbox should that be left behind? I gotta say, yeah. I'm tired of these games not being pushed to their their greatness. Realistically, Xbox doesn't have anything right now. But when they do, they, I can say, like, there's a lot of, like, wait till E3. Realistically, they spent too much money for them not to have these great games come out. And supposedly it was the most powerful console. They need to show, show, search first show the Xbox fans who kind of got screwed last gen that you're still supporting them. They haven't done enough to just let them know. They don't get me wrong, they bought all these studios, but you're gonna have to drop some of these bangers at the best possible resolutions, game, uh, frame rates at they can be. And having them play on older hardware, trash. PS4 is also has this problem. They need to stop catering to these last gen. And I'm talking for someone who doesn't have a PS5 or the Xbox Series X. Just stop it. Let the PlayStation 4 die. We can keep complaining that, oh, people can't get it. That's not fair. It, it is. It is fair. Or if you're not going to do that, the games need to be so drastically different when I play them on a PS5 that it makes me 
thankful that I made the purchase for the PS5. That's what it needs to be. It needs to be just like Splinter Cell and how that was when it was, it dropped on Xbox, then Xbox 360, uh, Double Agent. It needs to be that drastically different for me to be like, all right, because if you play both of those games, it is two separate games. And I have like, the graphics are eye bleeding for the time. And there's a lot of talks about they're going to do what they're going to do. But how long should they stay with developing these games for both consoles? I'm about to say anything past a year, you did too much. If you're in year two, you're going to have to have all these games exclusive. I do not care. If I don't have an Xbox, if I don't have the next gen, then leave me behind. And that goes for anyone. I don't care how many uh, units you sold already and people are going to give you the update. Most of the games, when you buy it with the, the update, they're just giving you the base PS4 graphics. So I'm just like, what's the point? If they're rolling in the upgrade to the the PS5 graphics, it makes more sense. But they're not doing that. Like uh, Final Fantasy uh, 7 Remake, you can download the PlayStation Plus version and it's not even going to give you the upgraded bonus. And I know that they said like, oh, they didn't want to do that. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, why are you penny pinching on a game that realistically, who's going to play twice? Don't get me wrong. If they love it that much, they probably give it a second playthrough. But most gamers don't really give a second playthrough to most games. It just doesn't even make sense. Um, and I say that when I said I beat Mass Effect 1 at least 15, 16 times. The game was just great. The game was just great. But it's really, it's really that. It just does something. And they just, they, they spent too much time on these old consoles. I felt like the console should have been the console should have never dropped last year. They should have just kept us getting hype for it. They should have never dropped it. Pickers, all these scalpers and stuff like that. They should have just dropped it this year, end of this year, and that would have been peace. That would have solved all these extra problems. But they did what they did. People wanted to pull the trigger early. Um, it's just I felt like it was a waste. They had they had more in the they had more in the bag that they could have just did with that console. Could have waited on games. They could have updated a lot of games. But also want to talk about Battlefield Six. The trailer dropped yesterday. What can I say? They had us wait an hour for a premiere. Just drop a cinematic trailer, and I don't know how I feel about that. Like these guys. These guys don't do this type of shit. Like, I am sick and tired of all this. Just drop the trailer and just let it go. The hour premiere and you're not going to... There's not even going to be like anyone speaking. You just literally drop the trailer that took an hour for people to actually watch it. That was the dumbest thing in the world. They didn't need to do any of that, but they did it anyway. Don't get me wrong. I had the time to wait it out. But it was just dumb. They didn't need to do it. And I felt like they were going to do a whole like rollout that day. But nope. They just dropped a little trailer and the, the video. 
Now, some of the things I noticed is going to be more of those um, level evolutions that change the way you play. Uh, that tornado thing, that might be like a Warzone type uh, game mode. Battle Royale type game mode, because it just makes sense. And it had the robot dogs running around. So there's going to be some high-tech AI components running around. It's more realistic. Everybody can, everybody enjoys. If you go too far out into sci-fi, people start getting a little crazy. Um, it looks overall pretty good. I'm excited for it. I told a couple people in my uh, gaming group that this is the game to get. One of them has been jaded for so long, like since Battlefield 3, that's that's the best game in, in the world to him. He's like, none of the other ones compares to this or Bad Company. I don't know, man. The destruction in Battlefield Five, it's a gun. It's good. The old, the old guns still trash. Uh, I understand some people like that using the old guns stuff. Like realistically, I think that should just be a DLC add-on for the modern games. So people want to use the old guns and like old maps. That shit. That's great. But leave that shit in the past. I'm tired of using, like, fucking muskets and all that other bullshit. They're not really using muskets. But come on, man. They just need to stop. Battlefield Five looks great. The destruction is great. I like it. But the weapon selection is trash. I hate it. And I'm tired of everybody keep giving Assault slash Medic the best guns in the game. There's little to no recoil on any of their weapons. I'm just like, come on, man. You, you got to step it up a notch. I do like every teammate being able to res a team, a team member that's down. So they're, they're doing what they need to do. They're doing what they need to do. And I like what's what's happening with it. Technically, it just brings me back to uh, Medal of Honor. If they want to do something with that, bring that back for some reason, I might not be opposed to it. Because Medal of Honor have the, like, the lean with the gun and stuff like that. They had that in the, the crazy scopes. So move a little bit towards that. Um, yeah, everything's good. With From what I've seen, a lot of it's like basic things that we've seen before people have been doing. Like if you really follow Battlefield, the things they did wasn't really outlandish. It was just things that you know that can happen in Battlefield. Like you know you've seen happen in Battlefield, like the crazy trick shots. The guy jumping out the jet, hitting somebody with a rocket launcher, then getting back in his own jet. We've seen that. We've seen the guy jump out of his jet, snipe someone, steal their jet. We've seen that. So things like that, we've seen. And like I said, don't mess this up, man. Don't mess this up. And I'm trying, I might be all in on Battlefield. Like, I'm thinking, I'm very hard thinking about my pre order this week. Like, I, I don't pre-order games. I don't do that. But I'm like, man, I want this to be great. But th there's something telling me that it's... There's something telling me that it can... They can kind of fuck it up. Because in Battlefield 4, you got the premium pass. Then you had to jump through all the tubes to unlock the weapons that you paid for. Fucking annoying. And then, that oh, you can just skip all this by giving us even more money. Trash. So I may just stick with the base game unless they're giving you such a great deal on the premium that I'll think about getting it. But I'm probably going to stick with the base game. 
alone, but Battlefield is back, and we just need something. We've been missing. Call of Duty had Call of Duty, uh, the regular Call of Duty, and then Black Ops dropped, which I don't even think anybody even plays Black Ops. Uh, they just stick with the regular Call of Duty. They they like merge them so that they're all in one UI. All right, Sony is making another Last of Us One remake remastered. They already dropped one for PS4, and I think they're just building hype literally for the HBO show that's going to be dropping. Um, Last of Us is a pretty big game in the industry. Um, you can't realistically gameplay you might not really care for the storyline but gameplay it's there the first one storyline was there this new one it's like a revenge story they're not really talking about what the overall dealing with the overall epidemic that's happening there in the in the universe and it's kind of annoying but hey joel dying spoiler alert (laughs) people got mad about that hey man him going out a little left, it, it's kind of weird, but I just feel like they can, uh, they just need to come back. And I don't know how they're going to continue the story, but I feel like these guys, even though I didn't really care for this, the storyline for the second one or the way it was put together, right? I mean, also emphasis that I didn't actually beat the game yet. So, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of jumping back and forth through time. I felt like they should have kind of streamlined that. Like, if they wanted to do that, that it, it can still work. But streamline it so that you're only in the past and then you come into the future and when, in, when you need to. This jumping back and forth is kind of annoying. Like, I understand that's, that's how people want to tell stories. But I, I don't really think that's something I, they should be doing. But... How many remakes are they going to make for Sony games? Like, I feel like at this point, you just need to stop. Unless you're going to bring... If they're going to combine one and two together in such a way that it it makes the story more cohesive, I would be okay with that. They still haven't dropped the multiplayer yet, but I feel like that would be a better would be a better what i want to say here you better what the fuck do i want to say <laughs> it would just make more sense doing it that way so that you can get the abby scenes working some of the past scenes working also and then mesh them together with the original game but the original game has the up the Graphical upgrades and all the changes that you were able to do in part one need to come with part, uh, I mean, part two need to come along into part one. So you really might just have to remake the whole game to give you all the things you can't do in part two. So it's seamless throughout the, throughout the game, like the coloring, the, the frames, like all that, that would be a more comprehensible game. And I wouldn't be mad at that because the way that people are explaining, oh, I don't like how this happened. Don't get me wrong. The way Joel dies, it's kind of stupid, but okay. But if they mesh one and two together in like a complete collection, instead of just having, oh, uh, one, 
then you go with it too. No, you mesh them together so that it's it's like it just blends together so much better. I think no one would have anything else to say bad about part two. The gameplay in part two is damn near perfect from what people are telling me, from what I'm seeing, from from all that aspect. Since I from what I played, from all that aspect, it works. But that will just take it to another level if they can mash it together with one and give us all that. And don't get me wrong, like there's certain things that she couldn't do in part one that she can't do in part two. So they'll figure out what can she does and what can't she does. Um, like the flashback scenes in part one, they weren't that bad, but this one is, is kind of disjointed because you're seeing things in the past and in the present and then things are happening. So they're, they're giving more context of what's actually happening, but I, they can just fix all that. That's my main issue with that. They can just fix all that. And then it's a perfect game. If they put that together, that is a perfect game. I don't, it's, it's getting high. Part two was getting high grades anyway, but if they can do what I literally just put out, perfect game. Uh, shh. Moving on, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Since E3 is around the corner, I might as well talk about some of the things that I want to see. And I, it's probably not going to be there, but things that I want to hear about at least by the end of the year. Fable. Fable needs to come back, make a big splash. Uh, Western RPG. This, this was the pinnacle of... Xbox gaming, Xbox 360, Xbox gaming. It was a pinnacle. Uh, one of their first party games that we look back, it was very basic, but for the time it was, it, there wasn't anything really like it for the time. Um, they had your, your decisions affected the world, which, uh, Bioware games do that now, but that was like the first game I can remember that was doing that. And, they just need to come back. Uh, part two was pretty good. Three was lackluster. Um, with the technology they have now, they can hit this running, hit this ground, hit the ground running with all the changes and the graphical updates and what they can do in the game. Now, if they take a page out of Grand Theft Auto and how their world is, it doesn't need to be as massive, but more sandboxy. I just say like a little hitman, not. Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto is too big. Hitman and how everybody's doing their own thing, stuff like that, make the world more lived in. This might actually have something. And like, I don't want to see this franchise be forgotten about again. They did a teaser, I think last E3, and that was it. It just needs to come back and just show us what is what Xbox is capable of. Um, it's most likely going to be on PC too, because why wouldn't it? But hey, that's just one of them. Mass Effect 5. Andromeda, I don't think they're going to even have a Mass Effect 5, realistically. But they need to do something with the story for that gameplay and what you can do. That needs to continue. I don't care what they do with it. If they remake Andromeda, but make it give these people actually 
something to work for like because the characters that you had your 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 team was just pure trash and no one really cared about them i personally didn't care about all those characters but give me another mass effect another dragon age dragon age has been hit after hit after hit one two three i'm just like hey you got me you got me and just do what you need to do uh they showed a lot of images about it, what's going to be about, and I want to see more. Don't leave me hanging, Bioware, all right? You did a, you, you dumped a lot of money into and abandoning most of your games that, like Anthem, stuff like that. No one cared about that. You made a shitload of revenue off the Mass Effect uh, trilogy. Let's just be real. You didn't have to put that much work into it. A couple tweaks. You really didn't have to do much. So, with all that money I was collecting... You need to give us something more. GTA 6. Doubt I'm seeing it at uh, uh, E3. But I would like to know what's coming, man. Give me something. Rockstar. You did a lot. There's a lot of updates you guys dropped for the online. Worst case scenario. Give me another single player and just port over the online that you already have. If you guys want to build off of it. Shit, yawning but if you guys want to build off of it do it that just needs to happen Gen- grand theft auto 5 has been on three generations just you just gotta let it just walk it out the pasture and shoot it in the head we need something new borderlands borderlands 3 wasn't really feeling uh i don't know man they just did a lot of weird things with some of the characters and i don't know i'm just gonna give it at i'm just leave it at that if you have played it, you would understand. It's kind of weird, the choices they made. They just need to come back and give it, bring it back to form. Bring in some of the characters we love. Uh, make Tiny Tina a playable character. Do some more with her character because she's, no one has said a bad thing about her. Bring her back in, make her a playable character, and build off on that. Maybe uh, just have the whole roster, one and two. Three characters, take it or leave it, I don't really care. Promote the whole roster. Um, let's make them all playable. They can really, they have something there. I know they're working on their other their other projects, but Borderlands 3 was lackluster at best. Storyline wasn't compelling. It, it, it didn't feel the same way. I, it felt like this was a money grab. I just didn't care about the majority. The bad guy wasn't as good. Handsome Jack was the guy. This, the the, the Callisto twins, are I'm probably I'm probably butchering that. They they were throwaway characters. Um, they didn't really do anything for me. Infamous needs to come back. Um, not guaranteed it's not gonna come out at E3. They could just drop a trailer for us. Give us something. Give us a little teaser. Uh, but Infamous, I want to see come back. Infamous 1 and 2, great games. Infamous Second Son lets you know what PlayStation has in store for you. First party PlayStation game. It looked gorgeous. Gorgeous. Uh, people complained about they're not really liking the character. I loved every minute. I liked the powers. like how everything looked. When you... Uh, zipped around as the girl, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, who can just uh, who had that uh, light speed travel, or like she can go through 
Neon? Was that her ability? No, Neon was the other guy's ability. Well, she was fast. It You felt it when you moved around the character. You felt that. And I need that to come back. Also, Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. We're not done with this dead horse, alright? You dropped um, the, the ship game. I didn't really care about that game. Uh, Fallen Order? Good. Good game. Give me a little bit more of that. You should probably resurrect Uncharted type game that they were going to build. Looked gorgeous. Hopefully you guys have what you had there. Update the graphics. Make it for the newer consoles. Give it to me. I want it now. It's my money and I want it now. You just got to give it to me. Just give me the game and people are going to pay for it. Next. COD. Need a new COD. I'm... Technically, I'm happy with the old COD, but I want to see what they're working with. Black Ops didn't care for that. Most people that I know said it's not even worth getting, so I didn't even get it. I was left at the burner. It wasn't something I was going to even look into. Because what was the point of buying a game that you're not going to play multiplayer at all? Uh, They're doing a seasonal thing, so that might not even happen. Because they're probably going to drop a new season or something, something new to get for COD the original. Probably some more Warzone maps and stuff like that. From right now, they're doing everything right. COD had the longevity of all the drops they gave it. So I'm not looking at it too bad if they don't show up. But if they do, I'm ready for it. Assassin's Creed. Valhalla. Good. Uh, Haven't played it, but I do plan on getting it. I'm waiting for all the DLC to drop before I buy it. I need everything. Need a complete complete game. Uh, they said they're going to Japan, so or Asia. Hey, I'm all for it. Uh, go to Tsushima too. That would be crazy. They drop that. Uh, most likely not gonna have it. But I'm talking about E3, Sony's own state of play, and Xbox, whatever Xbox is called. But I'm looking for that. Go to Tsushima too. You need that. Um, I need more in Ghost of Tsushima. I've seen a lot of it. It looks good, but it doesn't seem that... People said like it's, it's the best game ever made or trying to put it up there. But I look at Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I look at that game. I'm like, Odyssey still has a beat. Like, you guys... I feel like people are just only hating on it because it's an Assassin's Creed game. Let's just be real. Open world game besides Grand Theft Auto. Let's take Grand Theft Auto off the table. Because Grand Theft Auto is a beast of its own. Assassin's Creed Odyssey was that game. Moving around the boats. Having the quote unquote type nemesis system. People chasing you. That was good. The climbing. They've done everything. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is everything I wanted in an Assassin's Creed game. And it just works. Storyline, good. The little, uh, the people you're fighting against, great. They still don't really talk about what's happening. Eh, they do. They talk about what's happening outside the uh, the animus. Uh, give it a, like, at this point, I don't really. I I want to delve deep into that, but I really don't. At this point, it's just like, hey, you guys should just make it two conce- two separate games and just be like, hey, this is what someone's doing in animus and uh, Assassin's Creed, and this is what someone's doing in the real world. Watch Dogs. Just do it. We already know they share the same universe. Just divert and just do that. Like, hey, well, this is happening here. This is happening. This is also happening. 
just build it off from there. Give me some more backstory. But then they'll kind of... But Watch Dogs really doesn't have a precise precise uh, storyline. So you could give this... You could rein in the story because we just know, like, big bad company doing big bad things. Same thing as Assassin's Creed, but it gives it more when you add on the Assassin's Creed background. Like, hey, this has been happening... Since the beginning of time, these two groups have been going at each other, blah, blah, blah. This can make sense. And then you can play around in Assassin's Creed. I mean, that's great. In Watch Dogs with what's happening in the game. So you can build off on that. You can bring in the items of Eden. Um, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Or I'm thinking that right. You can bring that in and use that in Watch Dogs to give you other bonuses. But we already know they're too powerful. So, you know, give you segments that you can use the ones to their full abilities, but not break the game. You know, like, oh, you know, like, oh, certain levels you get to use one of the items. It would just, it would do so much more for those two franchises knowing that they they follow off of each other. So it's like, oh, okay, the stories in Assassin's Creed. So I'm going to play that. And then they're going to let me know what continues on in the real world in Watch Dogs. They have something there. Watch Dogs Legion, uh, good, not great. I like the game. Uh, I shot. I probably should have per- played with Permadeath. Everybody's telling me play with perm, uh, play with Permadeath, play with Permadeath. That probably would have been the best option to play as. But I was like, ah, I don't want to have to deal with it. After I beat the game, I'm like, I should have played with it. Just experience like, all right, if I fuck up, there's consequences, and that should have been something I should have kept in mind. Bring. If you can wrap that up into a nice little bow with those two, perfect. Rainbow Six Extraction. Great series. I'm loving it. Siege, great. I play that almost every day. This new one, depending on how they do it, because it's supposed to be like a PvE. You're going through story, going through like a yeah, PvE. If they have the PvP aspect into it, I want to see how that's going to work. I need a little more. Um... Just to see what's going on with it. But I'm excited. But it also frightens me. I need to know when it's going to drop. Because Battlefield's coming out. And will Siege get a lot of play? If Battle if it drops around the time Battlefield and COD? Look what happened to Titanfall. Titanfall didn't it didn't work out that well for Titanfall. And I don't know if Siege can get out of it. Like it's there's a lot there, and seasons. I don't think seasons is that big of a heavy hitter for that. So it's gonna be weird. But I want, I want it to come out. I didn't need to come out near a drought so they can have some type of legs. On Titanfall in general, Titanfall three. I want that. I want that single player. Pick is that Titanfall two single player. Perfect. That's how you do a. A, sh- a third-person shooter, single-player. This is how you do it. I Anyone else who drops a third-person shooter game and don't look at how Titanfall did it, Titanfall took inspiration from the big ones like Halo. COD's, COD's, COD's also good. The newest COD that's out, um, that's also has a great storyline, single-player storyline, but that's what I want. I want another Titanfall. I respect the Titanfall. Bring back Titanfall. I feel like the the mechs they had, they were uh, diverse enough. So 
I don't know how they're going to do it. They bring it back. They're going to have to add on to the times they have already. And just give me what I need. Just give me what I need. Dying Light 2. Uh, we've already seen trailers of it. Uh, stuff that you can do in it. Um, another game that's... Most of the games I'm naming is, is most likely Day 1. Day 1. Say Fable because I don't know if I'm going to buy a new Xbox. But most of them is Day 1. Dying Light 2 also also is top tier. So depending when that drops, depending when most of these games drop, whatever's around it may get overshadowed. We already know COD and Battlefield is like the big heavy hitters, but Assassin's Creed, Rainbow Six, Fable, if Fable's hitting right, a new Mass Effect can change the game. If they bring back Jade Empire Remake, these guys have heavy hitters that can just remake and remaster. Bioware, so let's say Jade Empire. Let's say uh, Knights of the Old Republic. There's bangers there that if they feel that they need more time to work on other games, remaster these games. Give it the... If Knights of the Old Republic moved like Jedi Academy slash Bioware, uh, Bi- uh, Mass Effect, Mass Effect, it might change the game. Give me all the options of dialogue options. Give me the multiple endings. Let me critique the world in the way I need to. I like the tr- I like the trend that you can actually change how the the game responds to your actions. Just like in Dying Light, just like in uh, Fallout. Fallout, I haven't played. I haven't really put enough time into Fallout Four. Seventy six, I don't even care about. Um, but I'm waiting to see what's happening with Bethesda. They got picked up by Microsoft, and there's a lot that needs to be done. They need to get back to the drawing board and get what we need. Bioshock, I don't want Bioshock to end. Bioshock Infinite, great game. I liked it. I don't know how they're going to come back from it. But if they have if they have something, I need to see it. I need to see it. Is that going to be a day one? I don't know, man. But I'm keeping my eye out. They got these heavy hitters. They need that. God of War. Hey, we already know what God of War brings to the table. But since it's going to be playing on last gen and uh, next gen. Well, it's going to play last gen and this gen. I'm a little worried about it. I want my eyes to bleed when I see this. I don't know what anybody else. Is that if you got these new consoles, you want to see what you're working with. If you have any inkling that it can play on your older console, hey man, I don't want to hear about, oh, faster loading time. I want everything. Everything. You built these new consoles. You put it out there a little too early, but you put it out there and people are buying them. We want our money's worth. Plus you're updating, up, upping the price on video games itself to 70 bucks. Some people might say, well, it should have been up a while ago. Hey, man. With games of, games of services happening, people nickel and diamond us for microtransactions, I don't care about any of that other stuff. You put out a good product, the people will come. Rockstar puts out a good product, the people showed up. Dragon Age Inquisition was dropped, the people showed up. So, I'm not a real Destiny guy. 
because I don't like how the story is portrayed in Destiny. Like, I want everything to be seamless and stuff like that. Like, I, the whole moving around the universe, that's, that's, that's cute and whatnot. But it's not, it's not like, it's not Halo. And they made Halo. It's not like any of these other, like, it doesn't feel grounded. The storyline doesn't feel grounded to me. Like, it's not pulling on me. Like, it's all this extra bullshit that I don't really care about. People have to go and read uh, the little things in the options to get what the fuck the story is. I don't care about any of this shit. I don't care about the fucking dead moon in the sky or whatnot. The, whatever that's just called. I can't remember what's on my head right now. I don't care about any of that. Give me something to work with. Like, you got some good set pieces in uh, Destiny 2 when you lose your powers, but then you gain it back very quickly. Now, man... The problem is, see, the problem is that they had to give it to you automatically. Is because the single player and the multiplayer are so, so cross weaved that that happens. You know what? I don't want that. They need to break up the games. So single player, you go through a single player narrative. The multiplayer things, you go through a multiplayer narrative. If you're going through multiplayer stuff with, uh, like. The freaking, um, the raids and stuff like that, have that be completely different from the single player, I mean, the, the story, the story focus modes. Like, I know there's, like, open areas, like, there's free more areas, you can just do, like, um, the patrols and stuff like that, but I need you to split it up a little bit. Right now, it's just disgusting, like, everybody has to, you just go to any planet, and there's, like, eight different things on your screen that's trying to have you to do it. No, clean it up, clean that up. Give me separate areas. If you're going to be online, you want to do this online chase of stuff, perfect. Push that on that side. If you want to do single, if you want to do the story focused missions, do this. It, clean it up, man. Just rain it in a little bit. You, you're all over the place. You're trying to have it look like an MMO. It doesn't need to be like this. It doesn't. You can do, you, can, you should just be able to invite the people you want to invite. They should see, a, you can say, Here's the mission you're on. You're about to start the mission. Confirm you starting the mission with the people you have with you. That's it. Maybe change the difficulty, but that's it, man. All this extra, I got to fly to this planet to go here to talk to this person. That's cute and everything for the multiplayer side. Multiplayer things, that's cute. Multiplayer open world MMO portion. But that single player side, it needs to be more direct. I need to have more cutscenes. I need to have that all filtered into me. I sh- at no point in time I should be like, where the hell do I need to go next to continue the story? I need you guys to fix that, or at least be able to clean up what you're doing in the UI so that it is just telling you, okay, you go here, here, here to continue on the mission. I'm perfectly happy with that. People might be like, oh, UI, you're having them hold your hands. Let me be honest. That UI with all the bullshit that's on your screen all the time is trash. And they can do better. They've made a game like Halo, multiplayer in Halo, story mode in Halo, multiplayer in Halo, two different things, but they did them very well and they can do it again. Mafia 4. Mafia is in a weird situation, just like St. Row is. I'm going to put them both here together. St. Row, haven't heard anything about that. Mafia, haven't heard anything about that. They're kind of on the cusp of, they're on the heels of. The giant Rockstar Grand Theft Auto series. They're on their heels. And what do they have to offer? 
hey man, I don't know what Mafia can do. Hey man, give you that. Mafia should lean into. Hmm. Mafia and St. Rose should both lean into the whole taking over the city aspect. Because as of right now, Grand Theft Auto is not. Grand Theft Auto 5 wasn't really in that avenue. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 wasn't really in that. Vice City was. Uh, San Andreas was also. So go in that route. Like I said, Saint Row 2 was arguably the best game in that genre that was like that. A BGTA for me in that time frame. So GTA, what was it? What GTA was that? GTA 4 was out around that time? If I'm not mistaken, I probably am. But the GTA that was around that time could, couldn't hold a candle to Saint Row 2. It was close to perfect in my eyes. Story, crazy. The characters, crazy. Don't get me wrong. Uh, GTA has great characters, but I love the Saint Row characters more. It just, just did something. It just did something. Mafia is going to have to do a lot more to stand out. Because technically, all three of these games can play the same role, like taking over the city type role. But that's what I liked about them. GTA is going to have like its own story, right? It's going like separate story. GTA 5 was the three guys in there and how they're doing stuff. They had the high stuff like that. Perfect. You really didn't impact the city as much. Like you did some things, but you didn't really impact the city. They also did, there wasn't even in games. Say Row Mafia can come through and give that portion is what we need like having our our own enforce and stuff like that people on our team to do certain things build around that type of story for those games maybe gta 6 will have that type of thing and everything i'm saying is mute but give me something like that because that's when those games were great mafia 2 mafia 3 taking over the city the things you had to do shake uh shaking down the stores putting money in police's hands for them to look overlook some things. That was great. And I'm going to need them to turn it up a notch and like really make me work for the things that I'm doing. Like I want everything to cost money in the game, uh, in game money, not real money in game money. Like make it seem like, well, I shouldn't say everything. It's going to have to be, a, it's going to be a, ba- a balancing act there to give you, that type of gameplay to keep you invested and like, oh, I don't want to take over an area. And then when I take over that area, five minutes later, someone's trying to take it back. Like you're going to have to figure out how to do all that. But that's what I want. Maybe you should have uh, procedural generated gangs. Maybe have your characters have permadeath. Not your main guy, but like the people you come with. But then you're going to be like, well, if I have that guy have permadeath. Well, you can use the voice. You can use the voice options that they had. Uh, the, the procedure generated voices they had for Watchdog in this game. So if your character dies, or not your character, but your companions die, you can just have a new character created. That might actually work. Looking pretty good. I already talked about Rainbow Six Extraction, but I just want to add on to that. I wonder how they're going to keep the longevity in that game. Pick a siege seems to be like a 
they don't drop a lot of maps, but they drop a lot of characters and they tweak the maps that they have. They tweak them every every couple seasons or every season, I should say. They tweak a couple maps. But are they going to bring all those characters into the new game? Are they going to be an instant drop? Now, on to the last one, Tales of series. JRPG that I just keep coming back to. It's a very weird... I have a very weird relationship with this because when I beat the game, I'm done with it. I'm not going to like do like all the bonus end game stuff. I probably should, but I feel like these games should... They should give you something to have you continue on or stretch out the game. Stretch out the game. Give me something like, hey, here's a dungeon, blah, blah, blah. I don't like how you beat the game, you see the credits, and then they expect you to come back to the game and do all this extra, this do this other stuff. I want to be notified like, hey, this is end game stuff. You're about to end the game. You, you should, stuff like that. Like, you should do something else to be more, I just feel like, they just need more. I'm probably not wording this right, but they just need something there to tweak it. Like, I like those games, but then the majority of the content that you need to do is outside the storyline. Like, these hidden bosses and stuff like that. All that's outside the storyline. And I feel like there need to be a better way to convey that type of gameplay into the story. Like, I understand people like, oh... You, you want to just from end to end main story and end it. And then if you want to continue playing, you come back in. No, don't do that. Figure out a way to figure out a way to loop in these guys or figure out a way so that when you are playing the game, it's, it's way beneficial to go to these, these hidden bosses and stuff like that. These, uh, sub bosses until the final boss, make it feel like, all right, if I go get the, Go beat this guy. I get this item or this weapon drop that will prepare me for the other guy. And that's all I'm looking for here. I'm looking for something to extend the game in general. Instead of, I do all sorry my missions, beat the game, get the credits, and then I load my profile in. The game reloads, but it accepts that you are, you beat in the game. If you want to fight the boss again, you can. And here, here's all these other things you can do now as you beat the game. I don't want that. I need them to figure out a way to make that more s- streamlined and more into the store overall story. That's pretty much it that I'm looking for the rest of this year to get more info. Um, this year, I know the, the old consoles are holding us back. Holding everyone back. Xbox and PlayStation. Nintendo Switch is probably dropping their new Switch. Um, PC games. I PC gamers, I should say. I don't know what's happening with you guys. You guys should be looking at completely different versions of games that we're playing. With the amount of technology you put in your rigs, all these new graphic cards, all, all these beefy power supplies, like all this RAMs like that, the game should look completely different from console experience. And I was talking to one of my colleagues that I game with, and... He doesn't understand that. I shouldn't say he doesn't understand. Maybe I didn't word it as well as I'm wording it now. But I feel like when I look at a console game and a, and a PC game, it should be a light year's difference. I shouldn't be like, well, this is 60, that's 30. No, that's not good enough. These You people are paying like 500 
plus for these graphic cards and all this for your PC game, you should they should be more upset about people who make PC only games that these graphics are not hitting what they're hitting. Because realistically, we know for a fact that PC gamers, the majority of PC gamers, the 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 minimum specs, the playable specs, the, the playable specs, it's what's holding everyone back. The playable specs on PC. Because people will have max settings and stuff like that. But it's only max to an extent because they're like, hey, is it really max settings when the game's like four years old and there's a new graphics card out? Is they drop a new graphics card like what, every other year? So, like, does it even matter at that point? The game's like two years old? Like, like there should be enough of a bump. I don't know why PC people, PC players are not more upset about these things. Like, don't get me wrong. If you're getting a console game, you know what it is. All right. The games are made for console. And then, well, technically the games are made on PC and then they drop down and then for console. But you guys should be getting way better games. Or at least I hold, I hold uh, PC gamers to a higher, a higher, uh, a higher standing to what console players play. Because if you're telling me that 4K is the best I can see on a screen, like, what are you guys talking about? With the amount of money some of these guys, these bleeding edge guys I'm talking about, these bleeding edge guys get the best of the best. These games shouldn't look anything close to consoles. Anything close to consoles. And I don't understand why other PC play- PC players don't see this. You've literally invested, I should say some people, these bleeding head guys, have invested thousands of dollars into their rig. And they get the best of the best as soon as it drops. What is the point of getting the best of the best if you're only playing at the minimum specs? Your game can, this is, if you want the, if you want just, just okay playing it, this is the specs you need to have. When you turn everything onto Ultra, settings it doesn't give you that it doesn't change the game until like it's not like you're going from side scroller 2d to 3d greatness this is what i'm talking about with pc players you should literally see a super nintendo game to an n64 game you should be able to see this jump in this type of this is this is this is the level i'm looking at it side scrolling Super Nintendo game to 3D World PC game. This is what this is the jump that you should be seeing. I'm not seeing this jump from console to PC. And the PC players, supposedly, the majority of the people, the people who will be talking that hot shit, have the best of the best rigs. Why is this not a thing? I don't know. I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Beantown Bully Podcast. Please leave us a review. We're still new to the podcast game. If there's any topics or criticisms, please leave us a comment and shoot us an email at beantownbullies617 at gmail.com. If you'd like to support, please check the links in the description.